You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. How do you do, Kevin? How do I do? I do whatever I damn well please. And welcome, folks, to Geekiest Show Ever, episode 226. We have got a full house tonight. And not just because I'm here. It's because I'm full <laughs> of shit. <laughs> I was going to say, use that explicit tag, damn it. Yeah. We actually have both of the ladies with us tonight. Both of our geekettes. As the I Fabulous like Four. There Ooh. we go. The fearsome Foursome, Fabulous Four. Now, for some reason, I'm thinking of Caddyshack. I don't know why the hell Caddyshack just came into my head, but it did. Be the ball, did. Kevin. Be the ball. Yeah, be the ball. <laughs> I showed my kids that, and they went, what the hell is wrong with him? <laughs> I said, if I was... wanted to be a piece of sports equipment, I would have been a lady's bicycle seat. <laughs> oh, yes. My favorite. Uh, thing. I don't know why. I can't imagine why. <laughs> I just always thought it was Poor funny. Lisa, she's like, oh, God, what have I fallen in with now? <laughs> No, that's my kind of humor. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and I'm just uh, sitting here smiling. Uh-huh. Oh, uh, me. Well, before we get too far in, I do want to do Mark's favorite part of the show, and I have to tell everybody a couple things. First, I had a long FaceTime chat with Mark Friday night. He has finished university, so let's all give him a round of applause. Wow, yay! But just don't give him the clap. The, um, <laughs> I'm not going to clap. Um... But, yeah, Mike, I was really directing at you. <laughs> Ew. Uh, well, he's the one with the love go. Yeah, I know. That's why. <laughs> so, Mark has, has threatened to return to the show on occasion and join us. And I said, hey, you know, anytime you want, you're more than welcome. And I told him, I said, oh, and the other thing, he has his bachelor's, and he's going to be starting on his master's degree. Oh, wow. So, he's taking a few months off before he starts his master's degree, so... Kudos to you, dude. I, yeah, I, I couldn't do it. I'm too stupid to learn anymore. I think at this point, but you know, who knows? I have the dumb. My brain is full. I've got kids with homework, so. Yeah, I've been dealing with homework since school started here too, and I'm getting really worried when my eighth grader starts to pass me and my math skills, or at least what the <laughs> hell I remember. <laughs> Shit, I can't even get past kindergarten math sometimes. Well, see, my problem is it's been. I mean, and I have an engineering degree. It's just been too damn long since I've done some of that. And the way they teach it, and we're not going to go down mm. this rat hole. Yeah, is yeah don't even do that. Is completely, no. Don't even say the word. It's completely different than the way I was taught. I'm going, wait, what? I mean, they're doing it. It makes it makes sense once I get it explained to me a few hundred times. But it doesn't make sense to me the way I was taught to do it. I mean, I had it beat into me with a yardstick. So that's why I remember stuff. So. Yeah, but well, that's my, yeah. my problem with the kids was I could do it but to try and explain to them how you do it exactly. I, yeah I can't I mean I'm not a teacher I never proclaimed to be a teacher um, I may sit, be a you know set here set a bad example but I don't teach anything um, for obvious reasons but that was a problem I always had too and the, uh, the other problem I always had with the kids and homework was um, it seemed like we were doing it all night long. Or mm-hmm. The kids would get home at like, you know, uh, 3.30, and we would sometimes be doing homework 8, 9, 10 o'clock at night yet. So yeah. that kind of drives me up a wall, too. Well, my problem is that what my kids say, you're trying to teach us, just tell us how to do it. And I went, oh. mm-hmm. <laughs> but you're missing the point. But it's only point. supposed to take 40 minutes. It's only supposed to take an hour. Yeah. Okay. Right, yeah. So, anyway, we won't be little but congratulations. Let's move on. <laughs> congratulations yes. to Mark. Yep. I did, I did want to put that check. out there. Yep. 
So, so we'll start with the weather forecast. We'll start to my left, uh, and to my left is Miss Baselli. Okay, it is sixty-eight degrees right now. It was a nice day today. This week it's going to be in the low eighties to start. Wednesday eighty-eight, Thursday ninety-three. Yeah. And then start to slowly head back down into the low eighties, high seventies. Husband threatening to close the pool. Divorce, Not happening. Divorce threatened as well. I'm with the divorce. <laughs> yep. Papers you must are really ready. like being married. You must be a nice wife. Well, I, I, I can be if I want to be. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the other side he fears. <laughs> he, like most husbands, lives in fear. So probably, oh, next, probably next Sunday he'll yeah. close the pool. My neighbor closed his pool yesterday and today. Yeah. No. I, yeah. Very sad. I, yeah, just for for the the women that don't know, yes, we as husbands we all live in fear, <laughs> and it's just the way it's worked out. Evolution, whatever. I think the dinosaur, uh, male dinosaurs, lived in fear too. I'm not. <laughs> well, he's learned that's what's mine is mine, and what's his is mine. Right. <laughs> so I'm sure, Melissa, you're the same. Yeah, we're working on it. Yeah. We're, so we're let me see. Let me see. So does fear stand for female emitting angry uh, response? Is yes. that what fear yes. stands for? Uh-huh. <laughs> just just the hairy eyeball, you know? Just the look. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I still remember, <laughs> and we'll get back to the weather report, I still remember a couple of uh, my brother-in-law's friends telling him he was nuts when he gave his wife a new handgun. I went, hey, went, really, dude? <laughs> really? <laughs> And then took her and got a concealed weapons permit. And I went, really? <laughs> now you won't even see her when she shoots you. Talk about being pistol whipped. I know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, not going to say what I did. Never mind. <laughs> going to stay away from that. Going to stay. Oh, muddy pot on me own or whatever the hell it is. <laughs> so, so in the center of the screen, because she was the last one here, folks, that's really the only reason she popped into the center is Melissa. So, Melissa, do you have a a weather report other than damn hot to give us? <laughs> Not really, to be honest with you. It's still damn hot. Uh, we it looks like we will maybe have a chance of showers in the middle of the week. Uh, like, according to my iPhone, it says that it's going to be 102 tomorrow. So I'm not looking forward to that. It's only 97 right now, and it's oh after 6 o'clock p.m. here. So it's only 97. Holy shnikes. <laughs> that would yeah, be- it's cooling down, so... But we're looking at 195. It actually looks like it's going to, well, because of the rain, it's going to cool down on Wednesday and Thursday. Way, way down to 82. Of course, then it'll be muggy and humid. And then we'll be back up into the, you know, the low 90s, the, the cooler end of the spectrum towards uh, the end of the week. Lucky well, me. So Yes, you're just, I'm, just, I'm, yeah, sweat, I'm sweating in places now just thinking about that. Greetings from hell. <laughs> Please dial in. Um, anyway. <laughs> Mr. McPeak, would you like to share your, because Mark likes to know from all across the United States how the weather is. <laughs> well, yeah, and you actually might like this weather. Uh, it's 66 degrees outside, almost 67. Uh, yeah, we're waiting. There's a chance, I haven't checked the radar here, um, that we might get a thunderstorm. But the last time my wife checked, we were at like the tail end or the uh, trailing end of it. So we may or may not get anything because we do need some rain around here. Um, and the rest of this week looks like uh, Monday may be in the 80s, but the rest of the week will be kind of like hovering um, a little bit either side of uh, 70. And Friday, which is uh, Clark's homecoming, it looks like they're predicting uh, 
69 degrees and a chance of thunderstorms, of course. Um, so there may be some wet floats out there. But um, we, we kind of need the rain. It's been kind of uh, dry this summer. And so I don't uh, you know, disparage any chance we get the rain. The only thing is, well, okay, hopefully Thursday it says it's going to be clear. That's the day i got to go out and stripe the football field. That's the job I absolutely hate the worst doing. Um, and so I would like to have it, you know, sunny, not raining. Temperature's not too bad. It's 74 and just a light breeze to kind of carry the perspiration off from me as I trudge up and down the field, striping the, you know, putting the stripes down there. So that's all I ask for. You're a simple man with simple, simple needs, right? Sure. I just wish I had a simple bank account of a million dollars, but you know. Yeah, don't we all? I keep playing the lottery waiting for my retirement to come in, but so far that's been screwed over. Um, well, I have almost the exact same forecast as Elisa does. I mean, it's currently 68 here, you know, nine, almost 9.30 in the evening. And um, it has been not, been better the last couple of days. It's been in the uh, mid-70s here the last few days, and it's been tolerable. I've been able to actually venture outside without fear of death. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was going to ask because uh, I, you know, take a uh, I glance at the weather report, National Weather Report, and there's that hur- a hurricane. You guys haven't been uh, affected by that, or has it moved out before it got to y'all? I was just going to ask you about that, Kevin. Yeah, no, we're uh, two things. We were we're a little too far inland for it. Um, the only thing we only effects we had is it kind of passed. Well, I won't say kind of passed. It, it zapped Virginia Beach really bad as it passed the Virginia coast. Um, we had, it was really breezy yesterday. I mean, strong breezes, you know, but it was sunny and got cloudy late in the day when I was outside cooking on the grill, but not a drop of rain. We didn't get any of that from it or anything real damaging. So it was, yeah, yeah pretty I, I, good. I've been kind of waiting to hear from my nephew because uh, he has, uh, he lives in the panhandle of Florida, I think off to the west side. So if I followed their map right, he was probably to the west of where it made landfall. And he's got a small acreage out there. So I don't know, um, you know, what may have happened there. But Well, the northwest quadrant of where a storm comes ashore is always the worst area to be in. So wherever okay. it comes ashore, you know, you look at four quadrants yeah. of it. The Northwest mm-hmm. is the worst quadrant to be in, if I remember okay. my hurricane stuff right. Uh, so, yeah, that would, uh, hopefully he's safe. I have talked to a few friends down in Florida. Um, they're okay. Some got the hell out. Uh, some of my friends that were working down there, they got the hell out and left. Um, but other than that, everything, I mean, you know, from the people I know, I hope, you know, I know there's been, last I heard, there were two people that died as a result of the hurricane, so that's awful. Um so uh, thoughts and prayers with those that are uh, facing the hurricane and the aftermath of it and rebuilding their lives, because I'm sure it's not a simple thing to do, but thoughts are with everybody. So we'll move on uh, from the weather that took that we didn't let stretch out too long this week, I hope. Um, the big topic from last week was, and, and Melissa was just chiding me for it, was the, what I call the ear and eye worm of the show that that Melissa or that uh, Elisa and Mike uh, tried to help me figure out for what had to be some entertaining radio, folks. Uh, <laughs> oh my God, I was dying. I was like, Oh my God, figure I hope he it out. Because my dad, my dad does this shit to me all the time. <laughs> He'll like call me up, and he's like, He see he he's he refuses to use technology though. He wants to figure it out his, himself. 
And so I'll go and I'll start looking up stuff on IMDb and like then he'll give in. He'll let me suffer <laughs> through the pain of looking it up, but he won't do it himself because I think partly he just doesn't know how to do it all that well. But he does try. He does try. Right, he, even tried, <laughs> he even tried he even tried posting something on <laughs> oh, great. No, I screwed myself. He even tried posting something on Facebook the one day. It was so funny because, like, my dad never posts anything on Facebook. He just he just uses it to, to spy on us kids, right, which is fine, you know. But uh, he, he put he was trying to look for something from Coldplay of all of all. And I don't really even know all of Coldplay stuff. But, you know, it was kind of a modern. And again, it was the same thing like you. It was some kind of video. It was a YouTube. It was something that one of my cousins posted. And then he went to try to go back through the maze of Facebook and try to find what it was because he really dug it. He thought it was really cool. And it was it was almost identical to what you were trying to describe where I'm sure it was a different well, you know, now I'm starting to wonder maybe it was the same same song or same video. No, he 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 kept telling me it was like something like there was a jumpsuit and there was an elephant and there was something that was gray and silver. Like he was giving me these little chunks and pieces and I'm thinking to myself how do I know that that's not some old like acid trip remnant or if that's really <laughs> what you actually saw? You know, I'm sitting here, I'm trying to like listen to what Kevin's and, I, and I'm trying to, and I'm, I'm going through the same thing and thinking, what if that was some kind of messed up dream that he had? <laughs> what if he was watching something on Netflix? <laughs> so I'm starting to wonder if you actually even ever saw the video. But you're going you're gonna to let us out of our misery, right? You're going to tell us no. what the, the hell it was. <laughs> Uh, well, it was, you know, of course, we went on for probably, what, 15 minutes on the show last week. <laughs> with, with Mike pain and, and torture. Mike and Elisa just, this is this, 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 and they're, they're madly going through things. I was and thinking then, there should be a whole podcast dedicated to people's earworms, or well, ovarms, as, as they're called in, in German. And we'll, we'll talk about that in a second. The, then the funny thing is, after the show, we spent, what, another 30 or 40 minutes trying to Did figure you really? I think yes. it was something like that. I don't remember. And, oh, and, and Elise okay. is sitting there about to fall asleep, poor thing. And, uh, <laughs> and I still, can hear her scrolling through she, her iTunes yeah, library. Yeah, she's just scrolling she's, she's and typing scrolling. And she's typing and fading off to the side. You know, sorry. And the thing was, when we found out what the answer was, it didn't sound anything like what you were humming. I knew it. I bet. No. I fig- yeah, I figured that would happen. Because I you listened to back me. to the podcast. Because you know, a lot of times, like... When you find out the answer, then you go, oh, yeah, it does sound like that. Well, I'm listening uh-huh. back going, nope, doesn't sound nope. like that song. Nope. <laughs> no, about, ten, about 10 minutes after we got done, Kevin te- uh, texts me the uh, what yes. it was, mm-hmm. and I look it up, and I'm going, the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what you were describing. And I have that song. <laughs> right. It's in her library. She yes. scrolled past it. <laughs> well, I mean. But, but, all right, well, you were torturing the listeners, and I'm going to continue to <laughs> Torturing do so. me. Yeah, I know. I'm the most important person here. And Give it up. We're going to keep on torturing you. Anyways, Should I play it? Should I play it? Please. Uh, well, well, no, hang on. Well, hang on. Don't play it Copyright. Nope, so. I've only played like 10 don't, seconds. Don't, I can play but, a couple. But, but I do want, I want uh, both Mike and Elisa to answer. When you saw the video of the song, you did see the stuff I was talking about, the stuff I mentioned, and the, like the or shiny yeah. hat and the sure. guy being picked on and... And and all that well, stuff. That's the whole thing. As soon as I saw it, I went, "Oh, I, I know that song." Yeah, don't tell me what it is. I want to. I want to hear what the song is. I want to see if I know. So, it. but it was funny, you know. And then I, I will have to say this for Elisa plays a couple, a little bit of the song. I think we can do fifteen seconds without getting screwed. Uh, <laughs> I think the uh, I've played that song probably close to the video. I should say, and the song probably close to about seventy times this week. <laughs> just to try to get it, you know, in there so I'll remember it and all. Because at Thursday I was sitting there going, "Oh yeah," and I went, "Fudge sticks." What was that song? <laughs> and I went, "Oh, never mind. I know." 
Because you the name buying of the, it so you can hear it over and over again? I am going to buy it off iTunes just so I have it. <laughs> I was just trying to remember the name of the artists um, because it's the name of the artist is different. All right, so mm-hmm. Lisa, go ahead. Okay, let me take my headphones out so you can hear. Okay. Uh, hopefully this will come over for the fo- for everybody. Can you hear? That's what yeah. was stuck in your head? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's by a group called Mouth and McNeil. Oh, man. See, I never would have guessed that. And, and the, I, the way I found it was, I mean, Elisa and Mike were trying to trigger search terms in my head. And yeah. finally, I hit the right search term that it uh-huh. came up. And I, the, the thumbnail for this one hit wonders video that I hit, I looked at it and I said, that looks like it. So then I had to play it. It, it like about the, I think I called you guys, it was like the five minute mark or something like that. It came up, and then so then I'm spending the next ten minutes randomly figuring out what the song is, and I'm texting both Mike and Elisa. Go, <laughs> oh my! Yeah, God. So, yeah. As soon as you did it, I, I found the video and I scrolled through, and I went, "Oh, that's Mouth and McNeil." Yeah. <laughs> and it's from 1972, know, uh... by the way. <laughs> Lord. Oh, sure. So so much for well. late 70s, early 80s. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Disco. And disco. Where the, the hell disco. was the like, disco? Yeah. Yeah. Well, exactly. it does have a. You look at the people uh, in the video. I'll uh, put a link to the video in the show notes for folks. My favorite part after I've watched the video. There so better many, be a fucking disco ball in there. There is. <laughs> smack, smack you upside the head with it. <laughs> there, the funny part is this one poor girl. I don't know if you noticed it in the video in the background. She's wearing kind of a yellowish orange top. She looks like she's maybe 14. She's trying to keep the beat, and she is so far <laughs> off. She's like... <laughs> oh, so that must have been Tracy from the Partridge Family. Maybe it was. <laughs> in other words, you could dance with her, right? Or Cindy. Cindy yeah, and the yeah, Brady Bunch yeah. and their musical group. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this poor girl was so far off. I mean, if I can tell you're offbeat, you have got to be at least six to eight beats completely off because I'm that bad with my musical abilities. But it was it's just so funny to sit there and watch her try to do it. And... Um, and then the other funny part is I've and watched... She's my uh, age by now. <laughs> uh, she's way older than that by now, probably. In 72, well, yeah, she, was she was 14. Yeah. She's more my age. so <laughs> Pretty close. Yeah. So I hated her in high school and didn't know it. So then the other funny thing is, I have to tell listeners this, I'm a huge fan of the television show from the early 70s called Emergency. I think I've mentioned that before on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of my favorite people on there is uh, Bobby Troop. And he play. He's actually married to the lady that plays Nurse Dixie McCall, and I can't remember his character's name right off the top of my head. But I swear to God, in one part of the video, that one of the guys sitting at the bar looks like Bobby Troop. But you don't get a full. You only get kind of a profile, so I can't tell. So I'm like, oh great! Now I'm going to have to research this now just to figure this out. I haven't done that yet, but uh, I'm going to. But yeah, it's just. Uh, but it it was so. Rel- I slept so well. Last Sunday night. <laughs> I bet. I mean, I was, this had been driving me crazy, as I said, for probably two weeks. And you then had I, it bad. You had then, it really bad. Then I played it for uh, my oldest child, and she's like, what the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, 
that's what you were trying? Because I had her, because she's a big into music. I had her trying to help me. She said, that? That's not a song? And I, yeah, she just, <laughs> and, she, and I played it for my wife, and she's going, oh, good God. <laughs> well, as soon as I heard it, I knew what it was. I'd like to say, I wouldn't, I wouldn't remember who the group was. I've never, I don't think I've seen the group. And did anybody notice that that guy sort of had a passing resemblance to Kevin? Did you look like that? During the seventies, did you have like long hair and wore a floppy I, coat? I had longer hair. I didn't have facial hair then, or much. And um, you know, I had longer. As a matter of fact, I looked at a picture today of myself in high school, and my hair was transitioning from my shoulder length. It was transitioning back up, so it's all below my ears, probably down below my ears, because uh, you can't see my ears. I don't think in the picture, so. It was transitioning back up, but yes, at one time I had near or pretty much almost shoulder-length hair. And folks, if you've seen pictures of me, it is nowhere near that now. I keep it, you know, maybe a quarter to three-eighths of an inch at max length. So but That was the 70s. That was the style. Yes, it yes. was. Just like with us, we had the Farrah Fawcett wings mm-hmm. oh, yeah. in our hair. We would take our long hair and flip it backward like Farrah Fawcett. Well, you, you, uh, we were watching... What were we watching? Oh, we let my uh, oldest was watching a clip. I've shown a clip from uh, uh, The Working Girl with uh, Harrison Ford and... Uh, oh, Melanie Griffith. Melanie Griffith. And we were showing her a picture of the Sin. I can't think... Uh, God, I can't think of the girl's real name. The one that plays Sin in that. And you know, she has that very early 80s hairstyle with the big poof flip back even more so than what you're talking about, Elisa. And it was so funny. And, and she said women actually wear their hair like that? And my wife and I both at the same time chimed in and talked about my one niece, uh, bless her heart, who at that time wore her hair like that. She was um, she was probably late teens, maybe maybe 20 when she did it like that. And it just, she said, really? She did? I went, yep, she did. That was the style. That's, what, that's the way they wore their hair. So. Oh, Joan Cusack. Yeah, Joan Cusack. That's oh, she's, yeah. she's a riot. Oh, oh she okay. is. She's hilarious. Um, John and John, John and Joan Cusack are good. Answers. Yes. So anyway, but yes, folks, that's the the great earworm mystery has been ear eyeworm mystery has been solved, and then Melissa has to come out and get all technical on my ass with a. <laughs> of course. <laughs> well, it is the geekiest show ever, is it not? That, that's true. I and what? No. So you looked up. To, how do you say this? Overm. So it's it's German. Overm. It's, it's actually spelled O H R W U R M. My husband speaks German, so he's always been. That's how he always says it. You mean Overm? Ich spreche die Deutsch, but Nick Nine familiar with this. So. <laughs> yeah. So, <clears throat> excuse me. I put a I put a link to uh, what is it? Wikipedia. Or yeah, I'll drop that into the show notes so everybody can Get see that. It's just yeah. It's just bizarre. It's just fun to spell it that way. Yeah. <laughs> that was oh, and that, uh, we talked about being German. I've always said I've got German heritage, and I know uh, Mike is Scotch German, right? Am I correct? Yeah, Scotch Irish German. Scotch Irish German, and at least I forgot what you. Russian Polish. That uh, thank you, and but German I'm, Irish and Italian. Yeah, Scottish and I, by injection. And I always thought I had some Scotch in me. Well, my daughter started doing some research. We have a fair amount of Scottish in us, so I'm switching to a kilt. All I got to say, folks, and I'm wearing <laughs> on a win- on a windy day, and I'm wearing it the way God intended them to be worn, folks. <laughs> oh Lord, help us! Yes, please, God, no wind that day. <laughs> I'll come visit you, Elisa, with my kilt on. 
<laughs> during during a storm. Yeah. Hey, how's it going? That's popular. Oh, <laughs> uh, I actually think I, now I think I will follow through. I have a friend that would probably make me a custom kilt because I have a certain style that I want, and it's hard to find them in my size and in in the style I want. So I think I'll have to go ahead with that so I can wear it to my daughter's graduation from high school in a couple of years. <laughs> She'll love that. Oh, you Walker, gotta always embarrass your daughters. Walk her down the aisle on her wedding day. Outdoor wedding only, though. <laughs> in the, in March on yeah. a windy day. Yeah. Uh, no, not in March. No, no, no. Don't want cold weather. That's not good. That, <laughs> that's not shrinkage. Good. I was going to say Costanza shrinkage. <laughs> yeah. no, not good. Not good. It was cold. They, it was that's cold. Why you wear the little person front, right? <laughs> it's a sportin, a sportin, sportin lassie. So, um, and I apologize to all our no Scottish listeners um, <laughs> for that bad Scottish accent. So anyway. The we were we were going back and forth about different things we wanted to talk about on the show, and folks, believe it or not, this week we actually have more topics than we will probably be able to get to, or you'll end up with a four and a half hour show, one or the other. <laughs> we're, not sh- we're not sure which way it'll go. Uh, but then the the bigger thing that um, I thought, since it's more timely, that we'll jump to and we'll come back. Uh, come back later is uh talking about apple has their big event on wednesday and we all have a slight twinge of apple fanboy fangirl in us um i get excited when the icon showed up on my apple tv (laughs) uh, i noticed that today it showed up on mine too uh the invitation so what i want to do was uh i'll kick it out to um who put who put it in the show notes uh elisa did that's right i'm trying to look across three screens first world problems i know folks uh, so i will let elisa go first because we were actually in a twitter conversation with dorothy and suze and i think vicky was mentioned but i don't think vicky chimed in yet uh about what, what we were looking for in the uh uh event so elisa go for it my big thing is the watch and i want to see I'm not sure how they can do this because I don't know the the technicalities. I want to see them have better accuracy with the health app. For example, yesterday I took a walk and it was about, I don't know, 4,000, 4,100, yeah, about 4,100 steps I took in that time. Then, of course, you're walking around your house throughout the day. So I would say, realistically, I took about 6,000 steps yesterday. However, my watch showed 13,000. Whoa. Why? Well, because I do a lot of knitting and crocheting. And I I was binge-watching Orange is the New Black yesterday. Oh, boy. (laughs) And I had some projects that I needed to finish. So I was, like, knitting up and crocheting up a storm to get these projects done in time. And the fact that I'm moving my hands gave me steps. Well, see, that's my problem, too. Because when I wear any of my activity trackers, dust mopping the floor at school... I rack up a lot of – it makes it look good to me have a step contest. I don't know. Maybe one of these days I'll let them in on my dirty little secret. But, um, yeah, things like that or hammering a nail or doing you know any activity like that, that where you're moving your hands, um, that is going to rack up steps. And it would be nice if there was some way to um, – make allowances for that some way that you could say you know i'm doing a a certain activity and then maybe they just put a mathematical formula that will take the steps during this time and i don't know cut it down by 80 percent or something like that or if it knows that you're not moving your body 
Right. You're sitting still. Like for like the other thing too is like I did my 12, 12 hours of standing, you know, the standing for a minute each hour. But if right now, if it went off and said, you need to stand, well, I can't right now. I'm recording. So all I have to do is just move my arm back and forth like I am right now. You know, the guys can see me. Just move my arm back and forth for a minute and it says, you stood. Congratulations. Mm. No, I didn't. (laughs) So you can be driving cross country, knock it out of the car for six hours and just move your arm for a minute and you get credit. I have to tell you this funny story because it sort of kind of relates. Um, I went to visit a client. I won't say where, who, or what, but <laughs> let's just say we went together on a Jeep tour. And I had, now this is an older client, and I had I had talked her into years ago uh, getting a Fitbit. And she didn't want to wear it on her hip. And, you know, we read the instructions, and it said that one of the other places, and I do this too, one of the other places that you can wear a Fitbit is in the in the middle section of your body. So like if you clip it to the middle of your bra. Mm-hmm. And, or that. like if you wear like a, a V-neck, I guess for men, they, if they wore a V-neck shirt or, you know, a shirt or something, if, if you clip it in the middle, you know, the midsection of your body, I guess it tracks your movement that way, whether it's on your hip or if it's in the middle. But anyway, the point is, is that it needs to be in very specific locations of your body in order for it to track your your steps and your movement accurately. And so that's where she was wearing hers. And so we got back from the Jeep tour and she looked at her step count. She said, oh, my goodness, look at all the steps. And we were giggling because it wasn't, it wasn't, we weren't walking. <laughs> we were riding. So it was all the bouncing. <laughs> it was all the jiggling, in other words. <laughs> it was the jiggling, yeah. <laughs> so that kind of cracked me up. Oh, dear Lord. I just, I was I'm glad we we stayed where we stayed with that one. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah, both yeah, so, like, yeah, yeah, it was so, very so, yeah, so my bottom line is I would like to see the watch be more accurate. If what do you it says make it more accurate. Well, is see, I have no idea because I don't know what's involved well, in putting the software together. But I wanted if I if it says that I took thirteen thousand steps, I want it to be because I took you know give or take a hundred or two hundred. But I took thirteen you know I took ten thousand or thirteen thousand steps. Not I sat down, but I was knitting for six hours. Well, and oh look. Mm-hmm. The the Apple Watch has a heart rate sensor in it, so at least for the knitting thing, it would be nice if they could look at your heart rate and exactly. your activity. And now, like for me and my you know dust mopping, I am going to be moving around. My heart will be beating more, so I don't know if that would you know uh, be able to accomplish that. But you know anything like that, where like I say you're just sitting there, or even the Jeep ride, where unless you were you know uh, barreling off a cliff, hopefully your heart rate isn't going to go up that much. Um, so those Jeep so, rides are pretty exhilarating. So yeah, your heart rate is going to be up pretty yeah. high because there's alligators and stuff. So. <laughs> Oh, my. Anyway. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, okay, maybe it won't work for that one. But like I, I say, just I something. Do. I get that, what you're saying, though. I want to see, right. you know, how is it tied in with heart rate versus movement versus steps, you know, that sort of thing. That's why when I was considering getting a Fitbit, I was going to get the wrist version, but I had that same concern because at the time I had actually just started crocheting and I w- it was a concern of mine. I thought, well, what if I'm crocheting or what, you know, I, I'm part Italian. I talk with my hands, you know, what, what is it going to be tracking my hand movements? And I was really concerned about that. And in the research that I did back at the time, it seemed like anything that you could wear on your hip was going to be the most accurate that you could get. Right. You know, my, my biggest fear with stuff like that is it'll start dialing 911. He's dead. He hadn't moved. He's dead. <laughs> See, the other thing I've noticing too, is that like I took an outdoor walk yesterday. So I put on the, Normally when I go to the gym, I just mark it as other because I'm on the treadmill or I'm lifting weights or I'm working abs or something. So I just do other. 
But on my walk, I did outdoor walk. And I walked for 30 minutes, but it only gave me credit for 28. And it does this all the time on an outdoor walk. So I don't know if it's saying you need to walk a certain mile per hour to give you credit. But to me, it should be if I walk a minute, I get credit for a minute. If I walk for two hours, I get credit for two hours. Outdoor walks, I get less credit every single time. I get less. So if I want to get a half hour workout in of walking, I have to walk maybe 35 minutes to hope that it gives me credit for 30. Or it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen when I'm at the gym and I say, well, I'm not going to, I'm just going to walk the track today for half an hour. And I put a good indoor walk and I get, if I walk 30 minutes, I get 30 minutes. If I walk 40, I get 40. There's something about outdoor. And then the other thing is it wants you to walk. It wants you to have one minute of activity every hour. So you're not just sitting for the hour, but let's say I'm in the kitchen and I'm making dinner. Too easy to cheat. Well, let's say I'm in the kitchen, I'm making dinner, and I'm on my feet for 20 minutes because yeah. I'm walking from the stove to the refrigerator to the sink, back to the counter, and That's I'm just a lot like, of activity. It, it'll, at 50 minutes of the, uh, before the hour, it'll say, or 50 minutes after the hour, it'll say, time to stand. It's like, what do you think I've been doing that the last 20 minutes? That would piss I've me been, off big time. I've been walking around for the, or when I work for my husband. I'm on my feet for the six hours that I'm working and I'm walking back and forth behind the it's counter. Like the watch has got a built-in husband in it. Like, what the fuck do you think I've been doing for the last hour? Yeah, so I wanted to say, did it for your oh, yeah, maybe she wasn't constantly moving for one solid minute, but over the last hour, she's been moving for 20 minutes between, you know, making dinner. So I wanted to have more sensitivity like that. Well, no, I think the problem, though, for you, Elise, is that it's shocked that you're fixing dinner. That like, could be too. <laughs> yeah, see, it would but based on your culinary... Explanations we've given, but I also find it at the grocery store too. Okay, I'll look down. Please, I'll look down. Crockpot now. Yeah, I could be at the grocery store for forty-five minutes, up and down the aisles, up and down the aisles. But because I'm not walking a solid sixty seconds, Mm. I'm walking a couple steps, taking something off the shelf. Walk a couple steps, take something off the shelf. It's not giving me credit. Now, is there a setting there in the app? I, I don't have an Apple Watch, so I don't know. But like for the Fitbit, you had to set up your stride length. Is I assume there's all that stuff that you have to set up ahead of time before uh, you start using the watch. It's been a while. Does, does, it, have I, a, does it have a stride length for inebriated? <laughs> that would be a stumble length. <laughs> well, similar. and I think all, all they use that stride length for would be uh, they don't actually measure your stride length. I think they just use that for calculating the distance that you walked. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it wouldn't have any way of measuring the. That's why I always wondered why would a pedometer that you wear on your wrist, wrist be accurate? That's you why wear, I just you, always thought. You wear it on your wrist? Yes, you wear it on your wrist. Okay. Oh, I'm looking at the watch app because I don't remember because I set this up last year. Right, yeah. Uh, so. I, it doesn't say anything because under general it just like asked you if you want it on your left wrist or your white or the right wrist and if you need accessibility it gives you the options for accessibility um, and what language there isn't any more tweaking or settings that you can do to make it more accurate yeah there are yeah I mean it's got like I was wondering I mean how accurate are these the heart rate monitors I mean how accurate is it and what do you measure that against? I mean, what would happen if you wore a Fitbit on your hip or just any other, I mean, it doesn't have to be a Fitbit, but uh, any other tracking device, any other, even a, just an old school pedometer, how would they compare, I wonder? 
and which one? Pedometer as in a ball of well, chain, or well, like a battery operated little, oh, gizmo, okay. you know, not, well, not and, uh, I. I wear my uh, my phone on my hip in my pouch, and I've used the uh, pedometer in there, and mm-hmm. I've checked it with my uh, whatever activity you know tracker. Now I've up to my Pebble Watch, and they both seem reasonably accurate uh, okay. between my wrist and my hip. Uh, so I think they're you know the, the the idea being is that when you're walking, you know if you're walking properly, your arms going to be swinging hopefully in time with your feet. You know unless you're doing you know like a, like you're a drum majorette or something and your arms are really twirling around. But uh, you know so the idea being that this is a simple way you can just put a simple motion sensor of some sort in there and you know track your steps that way. Um, Actually, the idea you is have, simple. I have a, a really old pedometer that's probably about. Decade or so old, and it actually operates off of a cell battery, and it has a little thing in there that, as you're walking, you can hear it clicking. Mm-hmm. You can yeah, hear I have it, one like it, that. You know, I don't know, like a pendulum or something inside. Yeah, it's, it's it, so. almost like a yeah, it's like a pendulum or something mm-hmm. that's moving around. That when it makes contact, it right. It's like when it hits one side or the other. That's it. Up, step, step, mm-hmm. step. You know that sort. That's of thing. why looking at that and having used that and having used a Fitbit, I'm always just kind of confused how the Apple Watch or any even a Fitbit that you wear on your wrist, any of those wrist-worn ones, you know, just how accurate they are. Because I just, I, I do use my hands a lot, and I just would always think it would interfere. But um, the other the other thing that I'll say about that, though, is, yeah, it would be nice to have more accuracy, but I just learned a long time ago, even, even with the Fitbit being as accurate as it may be as a pedometer, uh, it's all about just looking at the activity. You know, it, it, it sucks that you don't get that credit for those one or two minutes or something that you're actually moving. But overall, you're kind of using it as a, a monitor for your activity. I mean, I started using my Fitbit actually for monitoring my sleep. But then I learned that eh, it's really not that accurate for monitoring sleep either. I used to be all bent on thinking I'd really like to have an Apple Watch and I'd, I'd love it if the battery would last you know, or if you could use it charging while you're sleeping because I'd want to monitor my sleep with it. But then the more research I did, the more I found that it's not a good tool for monitoring sleep anyway because really to truly monitor quality of sleep, you would need to monitor brainwaves and you would need to hook yourself up to a, a brainwave machine. So I've had it is what done. it is. I've had that done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my husband has too for sleep apnea and stuff yeah. like that. So I'm, I'm just picturing I mean, poor Nate wrapped in cords because you have a, <laughs> your, your watch charging while you're trying to sleep, and he's like, right, exactly. So it you know it boils down to how much accuracy are you looking for, and then what is that? Why do you need to have that much accuracy? And if that's the case, then it may not be the right tool for the job to meet your needs. Well, we want it accurate because we're nerds. That's the only reason. Right. Yeah, right. that's yeah. We, but that always leads us down the path to well, other nerdier contraptions that are accurate. You see, or forever chasing that 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 elusive accuracy thing. Like I mentioned last week, sometimes we build stuff just to build it, right? Just for the sake of it. Yeah, I mean that's <laughs> that's our nature. We look. I can do this, and I've spent three days building this. You know what? Dad, I all you had to I do was. I don't climb the mountain. Why am I building a mountain climbing app? I don't. Because we can. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. So, but I I won't disagree with you, Elisa. That's it. Is good to have things that are that to get accurate data, especially if you're using the data. It is better to have it more accurate than less accurate. It's always helpful. I'm such a data nerd that I just I love the data. I love tracking stuff. 
Gee, I would have never known that. <laughs> that's that's shocking me, folks. I'm 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 a I'm aghast. Oh, I did aghast. Okay, sorry about that. <laughs> I was just, I'm having a Fred Sanford moment over here, going, ah, my heart, my heart. I'm coming, Elizabeth. Oh God, no, here we go. The old man stick. Stop the old man stick. So I'm gonna go back to shopping while you guys. <laughs> Sure. So, so is there anything else you're looking for, Lisa, out of the event other than that's, that? That's it. I'm not looking for a new well, phone. I still have my six. I'm good with it. And, and I, I've kind of stayed away from you know the rumors for the most part, so I think I may be surprised. But the one thing that has bubbled up, do you think they're going to do away with the headphone jack? I think that's a given at this point. I, I fear it is, yes. Okay. Well, like I say, for me, it doesn't make that much difference, you know, on the iPhone here, because I use Bluetooth most of the time anyway. Now, there's probably some people that still use uh, any. Sometimes at uh, work, I need to plug it into the PA system to check it out to see that it's working or something, and so a headphone jack for her that would be nice. But for the most part, I don't think that'll in, in, uh, bother me too much. But uh, I'm just wondering how other people feel about it. I know a song you can play. <laughs> while you're checking that in the future. How do, do you do? You do? <laughs> okay, anyway. Anyway, sorry. Just got to keep it fresh. Can I talk about why I'm excited for the headphone? No, go ahead, Melissa. I'm sorry. I have no more anxiety about it anymore because you know why? Because I have wireless sleep phones. Oh, you got them. I yes. got them, and I have been using them since I got them, so um, about, what, two weeks now or so? And I'm loving them. They're awesome. They charge, you know, it takes, like, maybe about two or three hours. I don't even think it takes that long to charge them up, and I usually just, you know, plug them in after I've woken up, and they charge up, and they're ready to go for the next night, but they're they're just awesome. They're So in case you have, if you haven't listened to the episode, we should put that maybe in the show notes, and I'll put links to it, too. Uh uh, Acoustic Sheep is the name of the company, and they make what's called sleep phones. Basically, it's a headband that has nice flat speakers inside of it. You can take them out. You can wash the headband. They have a wired version that I've been using for years and years and years. But I was starting to kind of freak out about the whole you know, headphone jack disappearing on the phone for future versions if I've ever. I mean, I have the 6S, so I'm not probably not going to upgrade this time around. But, you know, I'll probably upgrade in the future. And so I was starting to freak out about this whole, you know, head jack headphone jack going away because I use my headphones to sleep at night. Um, I'll talk about it next time. I think we'll, we'll have more time about it next time, but I experience what's called ASMR. And so I like to listen to these videos to help me fall asleep and, or even just podcasts or, you know, relaxing. There's apps that play binaural sounds and things like that, but I use all these different kinds of things to try to sleep at night. And so I need to be able to plug my phone in and charge it at the same time while I'm using the headphones. And I won't be able to do that if they take away the headphone jack. So I was starting to freak out about it. <laughs> so, but now I don't have to freak out anymore because they sent me a pair of these headphones and I've just been loving life and I have no more anxiety about it. So you can take away the, the headphone jack. You, it can be gone as far as I'm concerned now. I have we a have solution to the problem. We have Melissa's blessings now. So there yes, you go, Apple. Go for it. Dominus right. Omnis would be all right. So. <laughs> well, they, Griffin is coming out with an adapter. It's called the iTrip Clip Bluetooth Headphone Adapter. I'll I'll put it in our chat, Kevin, so you can put it in the notes. It isn't out yet, but it basically you. It looks like you take your wired headphones and you put it into the headphone jack of this Bluetooth adapter, and then it use you use this little adapter thing. It's got the uh, increase and decrease in volume and the forward and backward. 
That's cool. And the play and the pause. And you can use mm-hmm. that to control your music on your iPhone. That'd so you nice. don't have to. Yeah, so it's 20 bucks. So that would be a good way to retrofit it, I guess. The thing that I like the most about, well, there's lots of things I like about these, but I mean, it's it's all the controls are inside the headband. You remove this thing, you plug it in, and then you put it back when you charge it. And you can pause, play, fast forward, rewind, uh, turn the volume up, turn the volume down, all while your eyes are closed, basically. So you can really, you know, get into it. Um, and it has a microphone in it, so you can even take a phone call if if you're on call. <laughs> so I can start calling you when I get up in the mornings? <laughs> you could, but do not disturb would probably <laughs> prevent it. <laughs> oh, damn. Cause see, when if I you're really up, nice to me, I'd put you in my VIP list. Okay. Well, but but see, it'd be about one thirty in the morning your time, so... Oh, I might still actually be up at that time. I, I think you <laughs> actually times are. when I am, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Based on, on texts and tweets that we've exchanged. Yes. Yeah, a lot of times you are. <laughs> yes, I am. You're I bit... said I'm an insomniac. Well, I might not be for much longer if I keep using the, these uh, headphones. Well, stop getting texts from me at 1 a.m. Well, let's let's see where you come down with this. We'll wait to hear your full <laughs> review on them. Okay. So we'll wait to hear what you have to say. Um, so let's see. I'll jump over to where we see. Mike, is there anything in particular you're looking for? You mean, oh, for Apple. Um, yeah, I don't know. Jesus I mean, I thought, we were on to, I thought we were on to the next subject. Just He's looking for a love. I want oh. waterproof. I want waterproof. I want a waterproof phone. Well, yeah. A waterproof phone or watch? Both, actually. I thought I heard someone say in a, on a different podcast that it might be more waterproof. Not well, water resistance. I guess is maybe Wait. the yeah. They they use the term water resistant, not mm-hmm. proof for the uh, for the uh, watch. I know people who go swimming with it now. I just I don't know. It, it's not advertised. Put it that way. Same with what? the the six S and the six plus the six S plus. They they have passed tests of being dunked in water, but that's just, you know, being dunked in water. That's not, you know, dropped in a toilet. That's not, you know, went for a dive in the pool for an hour. You know, these are just basic kind of tests. Well, I know I've heard Megan Marone talk about um, uh, showering with her with her Apple Watch on. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And she said, you know, she's been doing that since she's had it, and that hasn't caused her any problems. So they must be, pardon me, must be fairly water resistant. I'm always careful with my phone and that was i used to get mad about when they moved what did they change the ports on the phone between the two models and i i got bent out of shape about it but i went well it's really pretty good because when i carry my phone in my shirt pocket like this there used to be like a you know an opening on top of the phone that water could have gotten into right yeah the and jack the yeah. phone the that was the, yeah it used to be at the top. Jack was on top yeah mm-hmm. so it's like ah, uh, you know what that's that's okay that they moved it down there, and I'm good with that. So all you gotta do is flip it upside down. Yeah, then the water gets in while I'm carrying it. Myself. No, when it was on the top, just flip it upside down. Well, wait a minute, well right. but then the port was on the bottom for him. No, no, so when the port was had, still on the top. Yeah, we'll yeah. see that. But see, all right. So then I have here have my iPhone. Here's my iPhone four, and I was all because there's the there's the headphone jack on top of it. And right. folks, mm-hmm. you're, you're listening and not seeing this. Oh, but and, you had the speaker on the bottom. But you also have the charging port. Yeah, and, okay. the, and the gotcha. port. So the speaker gotcha. and the port would get water in him. So he was screwed no matter what he did. Yeah, that's not good. Well, okay. Well, the thing that I would like to see from Apple would be if they do something with iTunes. Um, overhaul it, take it out back, shoot it. I don't know, something. <laughs> Go office uh, space on it. Yeah, do something. Uh, just you know, I 
I don't know if it would be better to break things up into their components so you would because you already have a podcast app, but how about a music app? How about a um, video app? I mean, I don't know how, what Are you to talking do about on the Mac or like you're talking you're talking just like iPods, uh, yeah, iTunes, um, blah, iPads, iOS. Well. Oh, is that all it's going to be? Well, okay, in that case. Well, well he's, he's got, got a podcast, podcast app. He's got the podcast. app. He's got the right. app store. Right. Yeah, but you're the, talking about breaking it all up into separate components across the landscape. Right, yeah, because on the Mac, it's It's, it's all clunky. in one. It's all baked into one. Yeah, thing. and just trying to navigate. And I don't use uh, iTunes a lot for a few reasons. Uh, and so to try and get in there, because uh, the other night uh, – a few weeks ago, my son had gotten went to his company picnic and got a couple iTunes cards, and he was trying to figure out where you enter it and then how you purchase stuff with it and all this stuff. And so I'm fumbling through the app there, and I'm going, you know, it's n- not intuitive. Um, on the iPhone that, or on the Mac? On the Mac. Okay. Um, oh, it's yeah. Okay, I can understand how you can see that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like I say, it's just it's not uh, user. I don't know that Friendly. anybody – was it ever? I mean, I have never heard anybody say that they've ever liked iTunes. I mean, I, it doesn't bother I, me. I personally. used to love iTunes. See, now, I think adding an iTunes card is pretty simple. If you just yeah, go to iTunes right. store and it says redeem. Yeah, 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 I, don't, yeah. I don't have but, a problem with it. I, I understand why people gripe about it when they're like real audio files and their music files. I mean, I, I guess like every time there's a new iteration, I go and I check it out and I think, okay, what did they change and how do I get it back to the way it used to look? Because that's always the first question I get and I figure it out and then I'm done with it. I it just don't, I don't have the hate for it that people do. Well, see, I still use it and I've said this before because I still use an iPod. I don't, my phone's only a 16 gig um, and we'll talk more about that in a little bit. The uh, So I still sync an iPod, which, you know, I have a... I guess technically it's multiple iPods. Again, thank you, Dorothy. Um, the one I use as my daily driver currently uh, still ha- it still has to be synced because it's a iPod Nano and it you know has the thirty pin connector on the bottom and I sync it that way. Now I load it up with a crap ton of podcasts. So I only do it about once every two weeks. I think now is when I have to do it. Um, and that you know because I'll put like uh, about. 36 hours of podcasts on it and then that that gets me through two weeks of driving and and, and extra listening so uh or 30 hours i mean i take it you have a really limited data plan that you don't stream or you don't have very good i don't uh, have i don't what would i stream why would i want to stream podcasts i do I, oh i don't i stream yeah. them so that i don't have to download them <laughs> no i have unlimited data on my phone, so that's not a problem. So why wouldn't you just stream them? Then you don't have to. That's less work you have to do. They're just there. But then you I'd have to. Hook, but then I'd have to hook my phone into my car to listen to them, and I don't want to do that. Oh, so you don't wait? So you listen to them? You don't listen to them on your phone then? No, I don't listen to podcasts at all on my phone. Oh, see, I just listen to them. I, I just stream them right from my phone into my Bluetooth headset, and easy peasy. I don't. I don't do any of that stuff. Well, see, because I, I have to use my phone while I'm driving. I'm. If I'm getting called from work or I'm getting texted about something or I'm getting alerts about things from work or mm-hmm. alerts from other things. So it would just, there would be no way I could do it. I mean, I think, uh, it was the other day. It interrupts. Were, it yeah. interrupts whatever, when you're listening to it, it just interrupts. It lets the text come through or the call come through and it, it's beautiful. It like fades out and then it fades back in and it takes, takes you right back where you were. But I hate that. 
<laughs> I don't like that. I, I, my brain, I can, because, uh, Elisa, um, you and I were having the text conversation, I guess it was Tuesday. And I remember I said something to you, I said, Hey, I'm on the way home. I can't look at this right now. Yes. You, you yes. sent me a picture and I said, okay, I'll look at it. I'm about 15 or 20 minutes from the house. Yes. I mean, yep. I was texting you, but I'm, I'm on the road, I'm driving and I'm just using Siri to text. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's um, what I do. But I don't want that to interfere. And see, this way, my iPod's plugged into my head unit in the car, and I, I have my love goo going through the the head unit. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, you're not going to lift that down. No, I'm not. And um, but you know, I just have that playing through it. And then if I do want to pause my stereo in the car, I have a remote control for the stereo that lets me pause it, and then I'll text or something like that. But. I, you know, I'm being a bit of a curmudgeon, but also my phone only has 16 gigs. You're just doing it because you can do it. (laughs) Well, that's part of the other thing. But my Um, phone only has 16 gigs of storage, so that's the other reason I don't put podcasts on it. Um, And that's one of the things I'm looking forward to. The rumors are that the bottom-end phone is going to be mm -hmm. 32 gigs for the Mm -hmm. next iteration. So, despite what I'm going to say later in the show, um, it may push me to get a uh, 7 just for that reason. Uh, you know, whatever they call the next iPhone. And that's, you know, I'm just curious to see about that. What's going to come from this? What are we, what is this new phone going to be like? I would love to think, but I'm pretty sure we're not going to see anything with the iPad um, around this event uh, on Wednesday. Yeah, I was hoping for a new MacBook, but I realize now that's probably not going to happen. That'll probably be closer to October so that everybody can get them in time for Christmas. And that's just usually the way it goes. Actually, so. some of the stuff I've Wait. heard, the MacBooks probably won't be till after the first of the year is what I'm hearing. Oh, no. Yeah. But so, I want I, one. Buy one? I, <laughs> I know. It's, it's a, but yeah, that's, and the reason I want the iPad is because. I'm doing writing. I'm writing some mm. stuff, and uh, we'll talk about that in a few weeks. Uh, but I'm doing some more writing, and I love writing on my iPad. I have the Bluetooth keyboard. I'm upstairs. I'm sitting at the. I get a, an inspiration or gas, one or the other. So I go over and sit down and start typing. Uh, you know, <laughs> yes, my, gas means typing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it Ruminations. Propels, it propels me. So. <laughs> It puts around the room like a balloon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, God, that's the image there, folks. Sorry about that. Um, but it, you know, I, I you know, uh, a matter of fact, I even tweeted out. I think Friday night, I lost. I'd written about five hundred words and I lost it because I was using a different writing app. And I went, oh shit. Oh, so, no. well, luckily, I just said, okay, stop worrying about trying to get it back. Start typing again. So I got. So I'm back to about. I got about 350, so I'm, and I've got a couple, the, then after I looked at it, well, some of it that I had in the original document, now yeah, that goes someplace else anyway, so I'm I'm getting there. I'm, I'm recreating it, and it's okay. You're learning. Yes. But that's why that's I would, uh, twice dry. yeah, exactly. So, because I'm getting really, if I get an iPad Pro, and, this, you know, as I said last week, my pick, I want the 12.9 inch. I want that big screen, because I'm half blind in one eye and can't hear out the other. So, you know, I need the I need the bigger screen uh, for me. And I made a doctor's appointment to have my eyes checked, too. So then the doctor said, oh, you must have a larger iPad. So I'm going, honey, I need a bigger iPad. She'll believe you. Yeah, right. Yeah, and here's your gratuities for yeah. saying that, doctor. So. Yeah, so. But uh, that those are the two things I want. There, I mean, there's little tweaks in iOS that I would like to see. One thing I'd like to see in iOS is when we get a new version of it, if I say, I don't want to do the upgrade right now, 
leave me the hell alone. Oh, that's what that reminds me now. I was going to ask about that. So, okay, tell me this. When there's an update that comes down, do you guys get the little badge on your yes. uh, settings app? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. don't get that, and I don't know how to turn it back on again. I don't You're know how special. to turn it off. For $5, I don't think there was we'll even a setting. <laughs> <laughs> Where the I, hell in settings is it? I'm trying to there make isn't. this podcast profitable. We'll split the $5. It was guys. just settings, <laughs> general, software update, and that's that. There's no, I, I don't think there's anything to turn on there, and off. Yeah, I but where, where do you get the notification? I never get the badge. I never get the little red badge that says one on it. Well, now, I wonder... Other people do. Settings, My clients do. Yeah, settings, then general, and then mm-hmm. software update. But there's no, there's no on or off. Look at our notifications. I look there, too. There's nothing for settings. Oh. Now, I will say this. Just so, you know, I've, I've got an iPhone and two iPads that are current enough to get the newest versions of everything on it two of the three iPads that I have, I will see my phone 99% of the time gets the badge before anything else does. But eventually they yes. do get the badge, right? See, mine yes. never yes. get the badge. The only way I know that there's an update is if either I see it on Twitter or I, I glance at my husband's phone or one of my kids' phones. Everybody else has the damn badge but me. Hmm. That's the only way that I know that there's an update. Well, I think, you know, this might be Johnny Ive going, you know, Melissa has enough shit. We're just going to not send it to her. <laughs> you know, maybe he just doesn't. I just you wonder know. what it is in there that, I mean, I've, I've looked in all the settings, and I'm thinking, I'm just, there's got to be something. That, it's got to be so easy. Could it'll it be, be like, you're, like you're over him, and it'll be like, oh, that's what it was. Could it be carrier related? I don't know. I've never looked. We're all on the same, my husband's on the same carrier. And even when, you're hooked, even when you're hooked up to Wi-Fi, it should come over that. Yeah. It doesn't matter if I'm on Wi-Fi or LTE. Yeah, because my iPad, uh, my iPad Air two is Wi-Fi. So, and I got now I didn't get I got the badge for the phone, you know, within about 24 hours of 9.5.3. My I iPad must have turned took a it off days. at some time because I am kind of one of those people that I would rather not see the badges because I don't need no stinking badges. So I ha- no I like to turn those off. I don't like to see the badges, but I just I just wondered why. So I, I must have turned it off at some point in time a long time ago and then forgot about it. And then I just kind of wondered because that, like you were talking about that, that real critical one that came out. Uh, one, of, one of my clients was like, I wish you would tell me that I needed to update right away. And I'm like, well, uh, uh, I sort of knew. I sort of didn't know. I usually don't, you know, I don't get that excited about them. But evidently this was like a really nasty thing that you have to update. I don't know. Yeah, I, just, I, I don't know. I mean, I've always gotten the little red badge and the badge, I have to. Just like with my email and stuff like that, I I have to, you know, it's like, it's uh, a squirrel, you know, you know, bright shiny right. thing. Well, and that's exactly why I was, why I turn all that shit off, because I was trying to reduce my stress and, you know, try to be healthy. And that was one of the ways that I could reduce my stress was to not have those badges on there. Yeah. I've and now I can't remember. <laughs> I can't I, figure I out how to get it I don't see anything. On. I've been tempted a couple times to turn off the Amber There's Alerts, but I feel guilty if I do. Yeah, no, I, I like to have those on. Cause... Well, only because in the office, when we get yeah, we an Amber Alert, you should he- you can hear it go through the building. Mm-hmm. You can hear the phones go off. And it yeah, just, everybody's phone's going off. And it like starts at one end of the building or the other. You can hear it coming or going away from you. I kid you <laughs> not. <laughs> Doppler effect. Awesome. It's, well, no, I mean, it's all the phones. Right. But, it, I mean, it's more than... I, that's what I thought at first was it was just the Doppler effect 
plain and simple, but it is just that. And you and then you can hear it go across to the other side of the building. Too. That's <laughs> Melissa, did you look under? I don't look think anywhere this you is, tell me to look. I don't <laughs> think this is it, but no, it can't be. It can't be. I'm looking under settings. See, this is my this is my old firm. <laughs> iTunes <Yeah>. and <laughs> App Store. Okay. And then automatic downloads, and I have updates yep. off. Yeah, but, that's turned off. But I still get my update, software Rich. notification update. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So I don't know. I'm looking yeah, at all the different options. Because there were certain apps that I may not have wanted to update. I like to, I like to read the actual. Yeah, I do too. Or at least glance at it. Yeah. But I'm looking. I don't see a thing. No, that's it's got me stumped. Okay, that so and I'll tell you another thing that's got me stumped. So see if you can figure this out. Do you guys use the Messages app on the Mac? Yes. Sometimes. Just started. Do you ever use screen sharing that's built into it? No. 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 So I have this need because I'm a consultant and I have clients that I work with remotely. And I've used a multitude of different, well, not a multitude, but I've used several different things. And I've used TeamViewer, you know, a little bit here and there. Uh, I mean, I've been trying to do this since back in the day when it was, do you remember Chicken of the VNC? Do you remember that one? Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. (laughs) I've I've always been on this quest because of trying to help my dad from you know, three thousand miles away. So I'm always looking for really good ways to. Now he does he doesn't use a Mac anymore. His is so old, so he just has the iPad. But anyway, so I have a couple of clients. Well, with this one particular client, I discovered that I could just use the built-in screen sharing that works within Messages. And then we do this really cool thing where, when I try to teach her how to use things on her iPhone, I have her plug in her iPhone, and then we use QuickTime Viewer. And, you know, I choose do a new screen or new movie recording and we use the iPhone as the source. And then I can see her iPhone screen on her Mac's screen. So I can kind of troubleshoot two things at once. Like when I'm trying to teach her how to use an app that exists on the iPhone and on the Mac. You know, lots lots of different uses for it. Anyway, what, what boggles my mind, though, is for all intents and purposes, it should not work for her because she's not using Gmail. So she doesn't have a Jabber account installed. She has one, but she doesn't have it hooked up because I've already checked her, her system preferences. And I, the only internet account she has connected that she has hooked up is her, well, two things. So her iCloud. And, but that's not eligible. You, you can't just use, because I've tested that with other people, you cannot just use a, uh, an at me.com or an at iCloud.com email address and expect it to work. It doesn't work that way. Um, it used to be back in the day, if you, I guess if you, maybe this could be it, I don't know. Uh, if you registered your email address as an uh, AOL instant messenger account, but then no, because then you'd have to have that one checked on and she doesn't have that checked on. She does not have an AIM or an AOL account. And so no Jabber, no, no AOL and no Yahoo. The only thing that she's using is her Comcast.net account. And it works. Mm. Why? I, I want it to continue working, and I hope to hell that it doesn't get broken if she upgrades to Mac OS Sierra or if I upgrade. You know, I'm hoping that, that doesn't break because that's one of the things that usually ends up on the chopping block in some form or fashion is, is something changes in there. And so, you know, I've just been really enjoying this this user experience of it's just so simple. All I have to do is just send her a request, and she clicks accept, and away we go, and she connects her iPhone. And, you know, we just we have hours of fun just screen sharing. And it doesn't cost a dime. But I cannot for the life of me understand why it works when it shouldn't. <laughs> I mean, I love that it, it just works, right? It, it just works. 
And that's that's awesome. But why? Why does it work? Never because, question Sir Johnny. Because you can do iMessage through a telephone number or an email. Correct. So that's but why it should to work. My knowledge, but to my knowledge, Comcast.net is not on one of the quote-unquote blessed uh, systems. Only when, when you look in Apple support, you know, their knowledge base forums, this is where I've scoured. As long as it's Yahoo, AOL Instant Messenger, or what was the other one? Or, or Gmail, Jobber. Those are the only ones that are purported to work with screen sharing. Mine works with another, with my ISPs. With your ISPs, just email so, address. Okay. And yep. that's the only account that you set, you have set up? You have no Gmail account? You have I have no- Gmail and I have my telephone, my cell phone number, and I have my ISP. I have Time Warner. Right, but because you have Gmail in there, you wouldn't be able to really test that unless you disabled your ISP's account. I mean, uh, the other way around, unless you disabled your Gmail account. But the fact that you have it in there, that could be the reason why it works. Well, it says that you can, according to this, I'm looking at the messages now. It says I can be reached at, and it's got my phone number. Mm -hmm. It has my Time Warner email address and my Gmail email address. Mm -hmm. So if you were to send me an iMessage but you didn't know my phone number, but you know my Time Warner email address, Correct. I should get it from you. Yes, and that all worked too. That all works with other clients. That's that's not a problem. It's just the screen sharing that I don't understand why it works when it shouldn't according to the knowledge base instructions. Because it only ever says in there that it will only work if you have one of those. It doesn't have to be all three, but if you have one of those, Jabber, AIM, uh, or Yahoo. There's the only three that it says it will work with. It doesn't say anything about an ISP or Comcast. So it could be that maybe ISP email addresses, maybe they are in that category for whatever reason. I don't or, know what it is. It has something or, to do with the with the chat the the server. Maybe it's the protocol they're using is because it's the same. That's, I, that's the word I was looking for, the protocol. So Jabber is a protocol, Yahoo Instant Messenger is a protocol, and AOL Instant Messenger is a protocol. Those three protocols are, are what make screen sharing work between two people. Hmm. But it's the ISP that is what stumps me because the ISP is not listed in any of those protocols. Hmm. So the only way to isolate that, Elisa, would be for you to, rem- I wouldn't say you would do this, but you would have to remove your Jabber account, which is your Gmail in order to replicate what what her and I have going, I don't have I don't have a Jabber account. No, you don't. But it's by default. Jabber is Gmail. Okay. They they use the same protocol. They use the same backend, is what you're saying. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if you have something that ends in dot gmail dot or at gmail dot com, mm-hmm. if you have something that ends in yahoo dot com, if you have something that ends in aol dot com, any of those will work. Hmm. But not iCloud.com and not me.com and not Mac.com. Hmm. Now I haven't been able to test it with a with a dot Mac.com address, but so I, <laughs> so this is why I'm stumped because I'm like I said I'm glad that it works, but I don't understand why it works because I had a problem with it with another client who uh, years ago. And it stumped me because I was, you know, of course we were in a hurry and eyeballs glazing over things. Her, she lived in a different country and I think her email address ended in something, something, something dot me. Not 
me.com. It ended in .me. And because I had used the screen sharing with her years ago when it worked, I just assumed it was going to work again. Here it turns out that she had since gotten rid of her Gmail account or she just stopped using it or for whatever reason she had switched over and she was just using that domain. And we could not figure out for the life of us for like hours why this wasn't working. And finally she got with Apple support and they told her she had to use a one of the three you know listed protocols. And so she said, okay, well, fine. I'll just change the, I'll just reset the password or I'll just put a one after my Gmail address and just create a new Gmail account. So she, that's what she did. And that's what made it work. But it was driving us crazy because she, she did not have any of the blessed protocols installed in her system as far as, you know, uh, email addresses were concerned or screen names or whatever you want to call it. She did not have one of those installed and that's why we couldn't do screen sharing until she signed in to a Jabber account. It would not work. And I was, you know, stumped thinking, well, it's, I thought at the time, because like I said, it ended in dot me, not dot me dot com, not at me dot com and ended in dot me. And I just assumed, well, it's her iCloud account. It's her mobile me account. It's her Mac, whatever, you know, it should work. no, <laughs> And then we we tried it with that too. Then you know she tried logging in with her, with her at me dot com account, and it still didn't work. And I was just baffled at the time, thinking, why doesn't this work? It's an Apple product; it should just work, and it didn't. So that's why I'm just so confused. I'm like, okay, why did that should just work and it didn't? This should not just work, and it does. Yeah, that's that is, what's driving me crazy. That is bizarre. Now I have the opposite problem. I I message or messages on the Mac does not work consistently for me. It just stops. I quit getting messages. They're coming through on my phone and my iPads and everything else. Yep. But I don't, you know, it's like a roll of the 20-sided dice as to whether or not, yes, I'm a geek. It's a roll of the 20-sided dice to see if I'll get it. And only if I get hit a one or a two, does it come up? So it's like, what the hell? I sort of know what you mean. I mean, I have a disconnect where, like, I'll get it on one of the devices or the other before the other, but eventually Exactly. They do- I was just going to say, yeah. I'll get it on my phone, and like 20 seconds later, it'll show yes. up on my iPad. Exactly. Well, no, that's okay. They do get it eventually. But I don't get them at all then in in, in messages on the... They never sync up, huh? Yeah. Sometimes. Right. See, that happens with me sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I I have or, no... Or I'll get them all at the same time, and you hear buzz, 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 buzz. <laughs> well, yeah. and the, when you get them on the Mac, do they have to be um, iPhones? Or do, can you get them from? No, I think I because I, I get daughter, them from Android. From Android. Sure. Okay. Because well, mm-hmm. my daughter's got an Android phone, but again, sometimes yes, sometimes no. Yeah, um, that I have a problem with, especially with trying to text right. messages. Like if I'm yes. texting my mom or my sister, they're on non-Apple. I mean, I'll say right. Android. I mean, they use the Android operating system because they have those types of phones, but they don't have Android phones per se. But either way, they're using the Android operating system, and so for me to them, it's an SMS. It's not iMessage. And, you know, so many times, two, two things that really, really annoy the hell out of me is, one, they won't always get the, the image that I'm sending. Yes. And that pisses me off. And the other thing is that in iMessage, I get spoiled. And so I'll start typing, like, there's some, there's clients, there's friends of mine that were long-winded. I mean, we'll just text each other these long, these long messages because it's easier just to type a long message than a bunch of, like, short ones. And especially, <laughs> I don't want to constantly be going, like, ping, 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 ping. I would rather just send one long message than, like, five, you know, that would be the amount of the same message that I wanted to send originally. Well, you can't do that with people that are not on iMessage right. because it truncates it. And then when I get told, I haven't seen it 
myself, but they tell me that, oh, well, this long message got broken down, and now it's all out of order, and I right. can't understand what you're trying to tell me, and, oh, it's just a nightmare. It's just yeah, a mess. That, that does happen. I've had that happen before. But, uh, yeah, I know, because, and, and, and you've, you've texted me before, Melissa, and you've given me long text messages, and that's fine. I, I don't mind that at all. I know some people that freak out if you send them more than 60 characters in a text message. It's like, really? What difference does it make? It takes a while to, like, you know, you have to be in a relationship with somebody to, like, find out. I usually wait. My, the way I operate is I wait We're until they send tell me. about our relationship. <laughs> I wait till they send me a really long message, and then I, like, that kind of gives me permission. Like, okay, well, they did it, so now I can do it. <laughs> well, you, you know, you talk about that ping, ping, ping. One of my one of my best friend's wife has a habit of liking to sleep in, and she'll text me at times. So, so we we do text. Well, I decided I didn't like her sleeping in, so I texted <laughs> her about a f- uh, what was it? Probably hundred and yeah, about one hundred and twenty character message <laughs> or one hundred and twenty word message, one word at a time. You're terrible. Type the word. See, that doesn't said, work with me because I rely heavily on Do Not Disturb. I I love that feature. That was my favorite. She doesn't feature, use hands it. Down. She doesn't use I, it because she's afraid see, she'll miss something from her friends. So I just did it. I no, started. See, I, I started sending them at six thirty in the morning. I've got it all managed. The only people I need to hear from are in the VIP list. Everybody else can go suck an egg. <laughs> well, here, here's something I wished Apple would do would be selective notifications for do not disturb um because and i think maybe i uh well no but i mean like certain apps because um we live in tornado country here they spring up suddenly and Mm -hmm. i would like to have because i've got some apps on my phone that'll tell you when there's you know severe weather in your area but if you have it on do not disturb the messages don't come through I wish they yeah, would allow. They do it for people, but not for apps. Really? Right. Because we were at a, when we went to Bethel Woods, well, we stayed at a friend's house, and there was a storm warning. And in the middle of the night, my phone went off. Yeah, I've got. And it. I have it. Was and it I the, have it on Do Not Disturb. Was but, it on the? Was it from an app, or was it from the built-in like weather advisory it was, or whatever? It's yeah, called? like weather weather yeah, advisory. Yeah, that stuff will still come through no matter but, if you have Do Not Disturb on. We don't get those. We don't. You don't get, get those. The, not well, yeah. We don't get them on our phone, um, and There's maybe that's people. That could be, yeah, that too, or it could be possibly uh, because it's uh, straight talk and not a regular carrier. Oh, interesting. Right. So, yeah. So, yeah. Well, we're talking about tornadoes. It could literally suck. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. But, the uh, right. Uh, so I would government like government alerts way- is what it's called. Government alerts. Sure. Yeah. See, we Isn't don't. Is that get a those. regulatory thing? I mean, you pay fees and taxes for that. Wouldn't that be included in what you're paying for to get a government alert? We're so amber small alerts out here. Alerts? No, we're we're so small out here. We get amber alerts, but uh, uh, the we other things like that, we don't get them because they're listed together. Yeah, but I know we've got an amber alerts because we actually had one a couple weeks ago, uh, a real one, not a practice one and so i know that they work because when it went off it's like holy crap what was that because those um, two things the amber alerts and the emergency alerts that are listed under government alerts all yeah. the way at the bottom of the notification yeah. section yeah. those yeah. should still come through whether or not you have do not disturb on or not yeah. right but, but if I've you're relying ne- on an got- app from the weather service i've never gotten a you know uh, a government alert for the weather that's why I say I rely on the apps, and I wish there was some way that you could say, you know, let these certain apps uh, mm-hmm. through your Do Not Disturb. I'd like to be able to custom tailor it a little bit. Yeah, and that so would like, be a nice part in the Do Not Disturb section. 
Yes, just just a toggle in there, and I realize it takes a little bit to program that in there to program a simple toggle. But you know, just something like that, so we could get our weather apps through there, or you know, something make some provision because yeah, I do because I've got emails rolling in all times of the night, and if I didn't have because I subscribe to a lot of newsletters and things like that, and so if I didn't have that on, it'd be pinging all night long and you know it'd be kind of hard to sleep so that's why, why i do just turn off the notifications for your emails or do you rely on what what do you need that's so important in an email that you need a a ping or, or a noise to go what? off for you well, if you could uh, have it so that you could turn the emails off at night and then cut on during the day and not have to sit there and manually flip it because um i do rely on it at work because sometimes they send me emails um to about things so i just don't want to turn it off and forget it um and so i do like to have that there but um hmm. just so you're uh, using emails as texting well sort of if they send out something from the school it, i'd rather have them text because text i know is a little bit more immediate than emails because there's been times they sent me out an email and it came in like 20 minutes after they you know maybe uh, you just need to set up something where you could route a specific email that sends a text to you instead, and then that way you could turn off the notification sounds for emails and just leave sounds on for text and then add that to your VIP list. Mm, could. I'd have to sit down and look at that. But like I say, I just don't like... Uh, um, if this, then that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, mean, I, understand. I'm not, I understand the problem that you have. I just right. think there's probably a solution for it. But I do think that, I mean, for that particular scenario, your problem about not getting the weather alerts. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I just um, have worked around it. And it's, thankfully, we haven't had any tornadoes uh, around here recently. So it has been too big a problem. But uh, just something like that where I wouldn't have to do a lot of you know, finagling to do it. Just something simple would be, would be nice. Well, the, the, the one time I've gotten a tornado warning, I was driving, and it scared the living shit out of me. Uh, I would I about jumped through my skin because it was so loud. And then it said, your area, and I'm going, okay, my area. I'm driving through three different areas. Which area are we talking <laughs> about here? So, I, you know, I assume it's basing it on the closest cell towers to what I'm, I was near. Because I'm thinking, okay, I'm not at home, so are they telling me I'm going to get a tornado uh, you know, back at home or, you know, what, what, what's going on here? So it's just, you know, very, very, very odd in the way it works sometimes. But right. I've, I've only gotten one. That was weird. Yeah. You dropped on and off of Skype there. We saw that. Yeah. Well, I was trying to get back on, but it was like there was no place to answer the call. <laughs> it's already in the call. I hear it making a noise. I'm like, I'm here. <laughs> that happens with well, uh, Suzanne, Vicky, and I. Right. Yeah. And as we're sitting here talking about the messaging part, I heard my phone go off. Um, and as you were talking about it, yeah, and it's across the room over there. I could hear it was my text message sound. Well, so I decided while we were talking to bring it up to see who was texting me. Well, it's not showing up on messages on the computer, but since I have my Pebble watch, uh, so it'll relay messages to me. So I just looked out my wrist. It's my daughter texting me to because uh, she wants to know. Um, where can she uh, download Minecraft for the computer? Because my daughter's a nerd. Um, Yay! She's one of yes. us, one of us, one of us, one of us. Oh, I'd expect no less. Yes, it is. Uh, so you have, like I do said, not disturbed her on, on your Mac? 
No. Because I have it turned on because I'm podcasting. I have no. disturbed turn on on my Mac. <laughs> I just had. Come on, Kevin. <laughs> my my disturb switch is just wired in place. So, uh, and I don't get that much. Uh, I'm not that active when it comes to you know emails or um, things like that, or text messages or tweets would be the two things that would probably be going off here, and I don't get that many of them. Yeah, so this is not that my iPhone in my room because, like I said before, I mean, I I listen to things at night to sleep, and it's my alarm clock. It's kind of my Swiss Army knife of apps and everything. So I rely on it. I mean, it's my compensation. It's a health monitor, well, all kinds of things. But my dad, like when he first got his iPhone, he 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 was like, I can't stand this thing. It was like he he said he had to take it and put it out in the living room. He said it was beeping and making all these noises. I'm like, Dad, you got to turn off all the notifications. He or just you, didn't understand that or by you default. Just do on the side of the phone, and it's. <laughs> <laughs> and he was I, ready to check it across the room in the middle of the night, and I can see why. But you have to go and explore all that stuff. Yeah, I would too, because I work with offshore folks. And I've mm-hmm. got people working in India that start, you know, a few hours before I get up, two or yep. three hours before I get. So yeah, and I get a ton of email from, them. and I should. That's that's not a problem. I just don't need my phone going off. So yeah, I put it on. I flip the switch on the side, lay the phone across the room. Yep. Don't hear a thing. So, but anyway, well, folks, make it work for you. I th- I think we we've talked enough about the Apple event, so I want to flip over now and start talking about. Um, our choice for the week, I set the dollar value kind of eh, kind of in the middle someplace because Melissa has trouble with the being frivolous. I, I couldn't find anything. You guys are going to have to help me this time. Uh, no help for the useless. <laughs> yeah. Give me a I'm checkbook. Gonna have, I'll I'm help gonna have you. To to, I'm going to have to listen to what you guys pick and then I'll, I'll try to pick something. So, so I'll go first because I alluded to it earlier, even though I said something about an iPhone. I picked, just because I'm curious... I picked uh, a phone that I've heard a lot about that is an Android phone, and it's the Huawei Honor 8, and it's a really cool phone. Huawei is the same company that makes the Google Nexus um, 6P, I think it is, or the whatever the big Google phone is. They make one of them, and LG makes the other one. But I've looked at it, and the reason I like the Huawei is, this is where the tie-in comes, because the... The skin, I'll call it, or the launcher that they put on it, looks a lot like iOS. <laughs> <laughs> and it's an unlocked phone. Soldier. It's you know like three fifty to four hundred dollars, depending on where you get it. Mm. And it's an unlocked phone, so you know it could just be fun to play with. If I'm going to piss away money, you don't get on a plane or go anywhere. Why do you need an unlocked phone? Uh, because I want to put it on another carrier, oh, a pay-as-you-go okay. carrier. I see. So that way I can just do that without it being any problem. Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, I just, it's cool. Like I said, I've watched a couple reviews and, and it's funny. You can tell if the reviewer likes iOS or not because they go, oh, and look, it looks like iOS and they're happy about it. Or this <laughs> shit and thing looks like iOS. I, what the hell? Can't why Huawei, right. Huawei be original? So, yeah. but it, but it's a really cool phone. Um, go There's uh, mobile tech reviews. On YouTube, does uh, the lady on there does a really good review comparing it uh, with some other Android devices and the iPhone. So, because uh, she compares it to the 6s Plus, because it is a big screen, which is a uh, I I I'm in love with my phablet. I'm sorry, I love my phablet. So I, I can't Don't see. Don't you apologize here? I think they're really cool. I couldn't rock one that big, but I think they're cool. 
Okay, Kevin, shut up. Don't say anything. The um, But anyway, <laughs> I'm just leaving it alone. The 65 plus. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there you go. Uh, but anyway, that's that's my. It's a cool phone, and like I say, go have a look, folks. It's it's really neat, and you can get it for. Uh, it's running Marshmallow, which is not quite the newest version. Or Nougat hadn't dropped yet, so I guess technically it still is yeah. the the current version of uh, Android. So that's my pick. So I will kick the ball over to Elisa. Okay, let me look it up now. <clears throat> Okay, this pick is $381.86 on Amazon. It's called the Princeton Audio Sight One Premium Tonewood Bluetooth Speaker. And it's kind of cool looking. It's, Catchy name. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's, it ships in one to two months. So, um, But I think because it says down in this description it's a handcrafted uh, speaker. It's shaped like a triangle. It's kind of cool looking. It looks like it's got the volume control on the top and then the speaker toward the bottom of, this, of the box itself. But it comes in cherry, black walnut, mahogany, and maple. So you've got four different kinds of woods to choose from. And it says uh, you can get Bluetooth stereo sound if you buy a second one for, you know, what the heck. It's only, you know, about 800 bucks to have a nice stereo system. <laughs> It says, um, let me see, 10-year uh, warranty, which is nice. It has a 3-inch full-range transducer. Mark, please explain. <laughs> yeah. uh, handcrafted using only pure instrument-quality tone woods for the cleanest resonation, with a cabinet acoustically op- optimized to drive the 3-inch full-range transducer to its fullest potential. It is cool-looking. High fidelity speaker, yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, Mark and I, and we've had Mark and I have had this conversation. We both love music, but we love it in different ways. Mark is more into the quality and how does it sound, and and all these things that I really don't understand. Where with me, I'm more like American Bandstand. It's got a great beat and I can dance to it. Mm-hmm. You know, do I like the music? Do I like how it sounds? Do I, you know, does it make me feel happy or sad? Or do I want to sit there and dance to it? That's how I like music. The quality itself is not that important to me. Where Mark wants to hear every single note, every single instrument. And I'm not saying that he's wrong. It's just that's how he enjoys his music. So he would understand a quality speaker better than I would as far as what it has to offer. Yeah. I, I just thought it was kind of cool because I, I do want to pick out speakers, but I just, I, I, I care about that kind of stuff too, because certain things hurt my ears. Certain things agitate me. I can't stand it when something sounds like it's coming out of a tin can, you know, like there's some older MP3s that may, we may have downloaded or we ripped them and we didn't know what we were doing at the time when we ripped them. And then they just sound like shit. So that yeah. bugs me. So I would so want we, we put you and Mark together. Yeah. So I, I would pick a speaker, but I need help picking out speakers. And Elise and I are probably in the same camp then because I like it loud and like you say, something that uh, plays to my emotions. Uh, and you know, I don't want it to sound like crap. But yeah, you want it to, I'm more about the, the content of the music and not the quality so much. Right. I was looking for a Bluetooth speaker. Oh, gosh, when was it? I think it was around last November to hook up to my USB turntable because it doesn't have any speakers. And I put out a call on the MyMac um, mailing list, and I said, what do you guys recommend? And the recommendation was the Creative Sound Blaster, 
which I have sitting over there. Do you like and, it? Yeah, it was about I want to say it was hundred and twenty dollars, but now it's down to about a hundred, and I got it on Amazon. See, again, I can't even pick that because it doesn't fit in the price range. I'm just too frugal. <laughs> Drop your frugal drawers, Aaron, just enjoy. <laughs> and 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 Mike, do you like training. the sound quality of your Echo? Because I like the sound for the tap. Yeah, well, uh, uh, yeah, because the tap you use your own speakers, but uh, and the because I got the Echo and the the tap and uh, and the the uh, oh the button one. Um, Oh, the dot? <laughs> yeah, the, the dot. There the we dot. Go. Yeah, I got all three. And I like the tap because it's got dual speakers. I don't know if that makes a lot of difference. Well, it's but 360. It's a 360 yeah, it sound. It does. And like I say, I listen mostly to the Echo because I can just give it uh, instructions because with the tap, you got to press the button, and sometimes I'm away from the speaker. But, uh, no, I do like the tap, though, too, because it's small, but it has good sound, and it will function as a Bluetooth speaker um, by itself. You don't always have to have it, you know, downloading stuff. So uh, Yeah, that might be something you look at, Melissa. Okay. So you, it gets more functionality. You can use it as a speaker, but you can also use it for Alexa. I don't have an Alexa, but... I'll take your word for it. <laughs> well, Amazon. Get your Amazon. Uh, you have Amazon Prime, right? I don't. Oh. So there you go. I'll put that on my list. <laughs> we'll start Prime a go, plus go an fun, Alexa. A GoFundMe for a year of Amazon Prime for Melissa. There we go. So. <laughs> okay. No, that's. Okay. I understand. All right. So do you, do you have something now, or? Well, the, I would say then a year of Amazon Prime plus an Alexa. Would that would that meet the price criteria? Yes, Let's it would because I think elect okay. the. Uh, the Alexa, and we're calling that's not the actual name. Well, the tap, the, here, here, I'll tell you right now. The, the tap is on sale for $99 right no, no, now. Let's, let's have regular prices so we can get Melissa in. Okay, I've got to get me bumped up. I've got to be upgraded. One, 129 <laughs> for the tap, and was it 176 for the Echo? Yeah, get her the Echo. 179 of 180 for the Echo. Okay. 180 for the Echo. <laughs> and a year of Prime, which is, say, $100 in round. Is 100 numbers. yep. She's there. There you go. Plus, you know, throw in this global motion-activated toilet nightlight for 11 bucks. <laughs> I don't know why, but that showed up in the stream when I was doing a search for this stuff. <laughs> That's just I've, I've seen that one. So she needs a nightlight toilet? I don't no, need go- one. <laughs> it's just, it, it came goes- up in the search, and it's hilarious. you got to see is that, this. Is that the one that goes under the rim that lights up? Look, oh, I put dear. it. In, I put it in the in the. Yeah, tap. so you don't. Yeah, so you don't have to turn the light on, but you can still see when you go into the bathroom. Uh-huh. Yes, I've that seen that. Just, that would freak my ass out to walk <laughs> in and see my toilet glowing. I mean, it's in e. different e. colors too. E. T. Are you different colors? Come live yeah, with me. Yeah, it has Kevin. different colors. That's hilarious. I don't want to be sitting here and have the toilet going full. Oh, there's a purple one. There's a purple version. But All right, I'm sold. It's a number one bestseller. <laughs> it is number one bestseller. Number one, <laughs> number two, but number one. one. That's you know, to be sitting on the toilet and see it glowing up between your legs—that's just not. <laughs> I, that would be very disturbing as well. I think radioactive, especially after like a night of drinking. You know. Yeah. Oh wow! I shouldn't eat that chili. <laughs> you can. Oh, look at this! Though this is awesome. You can makes potty training fun. Something to aim at. It would. Um, See, I've totally got no this more from stumbling point. around in the dark. No more messy cleanups. Color rotate so it can just go through the colors of the rainbow, <laughs> or you can set it to red, blue, green, aqua, purple, yellow, or white. 
and it's motion activated. <laughs> oh my lord. Well, if things are in motion, it may be a little late by then. I should say, yeah, if it, depending on what type of motion it's sensing there, I mean. <laughs> you need to get this for your kids for when they go to college, so that, in case they have to get a swirly. Yeah. Oh, dear. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, so now we this know is... what to get Elisa for Christmas. Oh, they also have a magic, body humor. They also have a magic shower head with seven color, seven LED colors. Yes, fading now that shower. is something that my husband has actually asked for. He actually wants one. Of oh those. my god! <laughs> I have to focus on one thing at a time, folks. Like how you need to go in your bathroom. What, what, Great! You know, Shake my the, groove thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, then you need to get one that will uh, listen to the music and will pulsate uh, in time with the the music. So then Turn I'm going into the bathroom. How do you do? Do do oh. do. Yeah. How do you do do? <laughs> oh, you do do. <laughs> okay. Oh my. And then our, you know, staying on the tracks thing like we always do around here. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I don't want to be doo doo and have the red light come on. It's like, oh shit. <laughs> you don't have to turn the red light on. Change yeah. well, your name. Roxanne. Yeah. Roxanne. Yeah, Roxanne, you don't have to turn the red light on. <laughs> Purple on instead. Ever tell you I met the police? No, tell me. I did too, but they let me go. Yeah, no, I, I have their autographs. I didn't shoot the sheriff. I did the deputy. Barney pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> where did you, where did, I'm sorry, Elisa, you're trying to be there serious. There was a, when I was in college, I was editor of the paper, of a college newspaper, so I got to go to a lot of concerts for free, and back then, they would let you go backstage to meet the artists. I met Cheap Trick, I met Charlie Daniels, I met Rick Derringer, I met the Boomtown Rats, which is Bob Geldof. Um, I don't like Mondays. Mm-hmm. He was in, he did um, Live Aid back in 1985. Yep. Uh, so I met him, but the police were at this club and we got to go backstage and meet him. That's wow. Cool. Well, it was They're when like, Roxanne uh, came out. It was Sting like. You know, talking, this was 1979, so I really don't remember. <laughs> but it was, you know, I think I just remember sitting at that concert. I was with my friend. Uh, he he took the pictures. I wrote the reviews. We were on the side of the stage. So we were we didn't have a front-on view. We had a side-on view. And I just remember through the whole concert, there was this guy and girl sitting close to us. And he was so wasted, this guy. All I kept thinking is, please don't puke on me. Please don't puke right. on me. He was like... So so gone, and I think his girlfriend was kind of holding him up, and that's all I kept thinking of the whole class. Please don't puke on me. Please don't puke on me. Uh, nothing better than being puked on at a public event. Yeah, or a hmm. private event. Well, at least it's pro- well, never mind. I'm not going down that road. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's not. Yeah. So, all right, folks. Well, I think that's going to wrap. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Do I get my pick? Oh, I'm sorry, Mike. I forgot about you again. Yeah. Well, Mike, are you still here? You got, great. You got bowled over by the potty humor. Oh, boy. <laughs> hey! Yo. I was, was going to put Mike's pick as the potty. So. <laughs> uh, you should, no, no, no. I got one that you're going to like, Kevin. Okay. And I, I changed it um, as after we started podcasting here because you inspired me. I put down the Utila Kilt. Ah. Oh, that's a good one. Yes, uh, $388, and I'm you know, looking at this thing. It's got pockets all over the place because I like, I like places to put things do, with that, a, as you Does mean. it have a place for everything? 
I think so. <laughs> it's it wide open spaces. Yeah. And due to recent exceptionally high demand, we are presently out of stock. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. What you so, yeah. okay? So if you know, we're going to go down this rat hole, so we'll go there. But if you go look up the Utilikilt commercials, and it, <laughs> it, some of those are hilarious. Like it shows there's this guy standing at an ATM machine, and this girl walked by, and she goes, oh, "She's checking him out." So then she steps back and checks me. Then she reaches over, she polishes the toe of her shoe, and slides it under his kilt. <laughs> Heard of it? Yeah, look up. I think they're still on YouTube. The utility commercials, Um, and there's one of a guy riding a motorcycle, and he's hitting the breeze, and he's waving to his neighbors as he goes down the street, and the kilt's just flapping against him. I need need to get one of these for my husband. So, (laughs) so yeah, it's uh, yeah, that's yes, Mike. I will. I can wholeheartedly support that, and I think if we both make it to Macstock next year, we should try to wear our kilts. Absolutely. It holds 20 bottles of the survival beverage of your choice. Aha, uh-huh, there you go. <laughs> much much needed. That would make Max Stock really interesting. Uh-huh. <laughs> or, or make me lots of friends, I don't know. Can you see Jody's face? <laughs> we show up in her kilts. I mean, mm. we, we had guys stripping on stage this year at Max Stock, and then you're going to have Mike and I standing at the Mac, uh, Midwest Mac Barbecue oh, flapping in the breeze. <laughs> you, need, you need a pocket. So, see, I, I don't drink all that often, but when I do, like that poster says, like, but when I do, it has to be a Long Island iced tea. So you just need to have a little one of those mini bottles of each of the ingredients that go into a Long Island iced tea. Well, you can get that pre-bottled. So Mike and I will just fill our pockets. It's with not as good. Well, we'll just fill our pockets, and you can go searching for whatever well, you need to drink. But you oh, see, God. the problem is you want. Uh, you see, the problem is though, you want your beverages cold. I don't know about ice because we're yeah. now we're back to the shrinkage thing again. <laughs> I remember, this may not end well. All yeah. sales are final. <laughs> oh yikes! Yeah. We did. And my wife we keeps did. trying to return me. So. <laughs> Yeah, and we oh, it says it for re- returns and warranty. Likewise, we reserve the right to charge a laundering fee, an insulting fifty dollars. Don't send us dirty kilts, damn it! Seriously, it's not cool. If the kilt is sent to us dirty, smelly, or otherwise, <laughs> or otherwise, I don't know what I don't want to know what otherwise is. Oh, getting punchy. I'm tired. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. Hey, we need to podcast with Elisa when she's punchy more often. Oh my god. Elisa's always fun, so don't... Is that in the facts section? That Elisa's fun or that the about the guilt? What are we talking it's about? It's under the warranties and reviews. Uh, warranties oh. and returns. Uh, well, now I'm just thinking about racing stripes, but, you know. <laughs> the BVD 500, is that what you're talking about? <laughs> there you go. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> so, okay, folks, on that note now... No. Oh yes, my gosh. I, I think I think we we shall wrap up the podcast this week. Hopefully, we haven't grossed anybody out or anything too okay. bad. But you know, that's right. So uh, let's see. We'll start. We'll start in reverse, uh, backwards or the other way around. That I started otherwise doing it the same way backwards. Upside so, down. Yes, turning yeah. it ninety degrees. So okay. then we'll start with Mike. Would you like to tell the kind <laughs> listeners where you can be found? Uh, yeah, you know, if anybody wants to send me a kilt, that would be awesome too. But um, I can be found on Twitter at DSC Chipman, and I have my about.me page at about.me slash Mike McPeak. That's M C P E E K. 
And Mike would like the extra short kilt, folks, just in case you're wondering. <laughs> the, the hot pants. For, yeah, the hot the pants. The hot pants the version. <laughs> oh, this may not end well. Yes, there. Well, it's not your end. It's the only thing that's going to end bad. But okay. anyway. <laughs> uh, so then we'll move. We're moving across the screen from right to left. Uh, Melissa, you're in the middle still. Okay. <laughs> so you can find me at themacmommy.com or themacmommy on Twitter and all things internet related. Very good. Yes, if you just search the Mac Mommy, guess what, folks? She shows up. It's not hard to find her. Miss Pacelli. At Sensei Dai on Twitter, and also 3KikiLadies.com is our podcast, number three spelled out, that we that I do with Vicki Stokes and Suze Gilbert. And then she lowers herself to join us, folks. So, I mean, you know, yeah. I'm sure Suze and, and Vicky would never join us because our standards are not high enough for them. It's it's my in my monthly charity, right? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, folks, if you want to find out more about me, most of the time my ramblings appear on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash B-I-G underscore I-N underscore V-A or go over to about.me forward slash Kevin Alder. If you want to find out more about the show, go to geekiestshowever.com and you can look at look look and read more about us there. Also, if you go to iTunes and give us a review, we would love it. It helps the show get discovered and bring us more listeners and subject them to our ramblings, which God knows why. But anyway, that would you know get our listener count up above so we have more listeners and we have hosts on the show. That would be helpful. So, But uh, we, do wanna, we do hope you've enjoyed the show this week. Uh, we ran a little long, but hey, you know, extra an extra this week, you might lose out next week. Who the hell knows? So, folks... Remember one thing, if you do nothing else between now and next week, don't forget to hug a geek. Let's talk Apple. We play all your favorite hits with no commercials. 24-7 music even the boss can enjoy. Okay, host Bart Bouchotts doesn't play the hits or really any music. What he does do is give you the monthly wrap-up of what's going on in the Apple ecosphere, along with great guests with different opinions. You can get the news anywhere, but Let's Talk Apple will tell you what it means. Find it in iTunes, stoplightnetwork.com, or at lets-talk.ie domains. <laughs>